the biggest thing is you've got to have a system for producing results. You've got to have a system for producing consistent results. And that's all people are coming to you for. They don't give a fuck about your brand. They don't care about how pretty you are. They don't care about how your booty looks or how the, the month. No, they want a result. And if your ass is on Instagram flexing and posting all these workout videos, but you have no clue how to produce results, you need to fall back a little bit and you need to work on your process. Bring it all the way back home and start by developing yourself as a fitness professional. Increase your knowledge base. Be hungry to learn more. Understand that even if you learn everything, you know nothing because this information is continuing to grow. There's so so much to learn in the fitness industry and you've got to be a sponge. You've got to learn not just about the technical aspects, not just about the science, but about the marketing, about the industry and decide where you want to be. Fresh out the mouth of madness, flames like a dragon, turn the mic to ashes, stay out the way, y'all block passes, I got an arsenal stashed away to fuck you up like I'm Cassius Clay. Top speed, top seed, mash out on you bitch ass niggas, mock speed, as far as great Goes, you need to drop peso, my pace so great, so late show. Ain't nobody coming close to my rank. No trick, don't trip, get your whole click spanked. Don't aim for some shit you can't take. Yo, ass need to pump them brakes for you bums. Get shook like a What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to VXG Vision and Grind, the one and only podcast that merges fitness, mindset, lifestyle, and culture coming together like plugs and sockets. So get charged up for your host. The one and only Mr. Double Up. He is I and I is him. Welcome in, y'all. What's good? What's happening? Man, man, man. I'm glad. Look, I am feeling amazing today. It is the second, as I'm recording, it's the second of June. And, and it feels like a brand new life started in June for me, man. And you know, June is an interesting month. Because growing up, June is the start of summer. That's when we got out of school. And I saw somebody make this post that was like, we have been tricked into believing summer is great. Because that was when we were let out of school after being locked down for so many months. And I thought about that for a second. You know, I, I get where they're coming from with that shit. But look, I love me some summer. And don't get it twisted. I'm out here in South Florida where... It's summer all the fucking time. And yeah, it gets hot and all, all that. But I don't know. There's just a vibe about summer. I wouldn't put summer. Uh, summer used to be my favorite time of the year when I lived in Colorado because fuck the snow. Right. But like now living here in South Florida, summer is cool. It's sometimes it's unbearable. You sit under the AC all day. My favorite time of the year is winter now because winter out here is what y'all summer feels like. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful weather. And then you mix that up with like the Christmas vibes and all that. So I love that personally. But summer is still dope. June. June is interesting because I don't know how long this has been a thing, but like this June is Pride Month. Right. And and you get so much hostility on on like either end of like people who are supposed to be celebrating and having pride in their lifestyle and and the the progress that's been made in the lgbtq i don't know the letters community but at the same time you've got people who have a problem with it and then they they make so much noise that the people who are supposed to be celebrating are now just 
yelling at these guys and it's just so much hostility you got companies changing their logos to rainbow colors and it's it just it's an interesting time i don't know how long this has been a thing i personally don't need to participate in any of it i don't have an opinion about lgbtq rights i hope y'all are living your best life um i don't want to take anything away from anybody i don't think it's my place to say any of that shit like my personal opinion is irrelevant, especially this time of month, especially because when February rolls around and I still feel a certain way about Black History Month. But like when February rolls around, like I don't want to hear shit. Y'all talking shit about Black History Month. So I'm not going to be the person to be over here talking shit about pride, whatever. Do do what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm not changing my logos and colors, but it got nothing to do with that. It's just I'm not doing it like you got to think about this. We live in a society now where like we feel the need to justify our actions. I don't because I'm not changing colors or or making any marketing or promotional material that is um, representing the pride or what that stands for. It doesn't mean I'm against it. And I don't have to have a reason for doing something or not doing something, believe it or not. Like, I don't owe anybody an explanation and neither do you. So, like, that's just the mindset thing that that just maturing has brought to me is that, like, I don't owe anybody any explanation for anything. I live and let live. If you cross my shit, I'm going to beat your ass down, whether it's with words or whether it has to go on beyond that. But we like to keep it cordial. That's just how I roll. So much love and respect to everybody who is representing whatever they represent. If you're celebrating this month, if you're you're basking in, in your pride for who you are, look, you got nothing but love and respect from me. OK, I want to make that clear and I want everybody to just let's be peaceful. And and you know, what I'm saying if you got an opinion about it, like you're entitled to your opinion. But I mean, what is what is the real point that comes from? Like getting on social media and type typing typing about how you feel about what's going on. Like what's the benefit of that? It's not gonna change what's going on. It's just gonna spark some conversation with two more assholes in your comment section. Someone agrees with you, someone disagrees with you, and then they disagree with each other, and then somebody chimes in and takes their side and their side. Next thing you know, you've got grown ass adults typing type typing in the comment section, and nothing productive has come from any of it. Nobody is seeking to understand nothing. It's just nonsense, y'all. So there's my rant about shit. Okay, I just want to get that out of the way because that's not what this episode is about. This episode is actually, um, I wanted to actually highlight what it is to be a fitness professional, okay, and and actually pull the veil back a little bit and show you what that life is really like. Because I know a lot of people who see people like myself, or you look at these influencers, and you, especially the ones who are successful financially, or at least give the appearance that they are, and you want that life. And then you you know, go through the steps of becoming a, a fitness professional, and you realize it's not that, like at all. And there's some people who have been doing this for years and, and struggle to make a living. There's other people who have tripped, fumbled and stumbled into six figure businesses. And then there's everything in between. So I'm going to break down, you know, the realistic, like how to get started, 
like best practices, things that you can do, how to structure your business, things like that. So if you are an aspiring fitness professional or if you're somebody who is in the industry and you're just kind of like, I I don't really know what, um, you know, how this is going to play out long term. I'm going to give you some different perspectives and it might give you like a supercharge in your business, give you some ideas about how to maybe um, pivot a little bit, or it might make you feel like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that. And, you know, but it at least gets you out of purgatory and get you moving towards something great. So if you, um, this is your first time listening to VXG, stop what you're doing right now, hit the subscribe button, give us a listen, grab a couple other episodes. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're listening to this like on a treadmill or something while your endorphins are flowing. Cause it just makes me sound that much better to you. Um, but on top of that, like this is just really good information, all these episodes. And if you dig it, give me five stars, man. Quit fucking around. Give me five stars in the review. Um, I, I appreciate it. And it also helps grow this platform. I've been doing this only for about six months now. And it was a New Year's resolution for 2023. So I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to it, when I drop it, I'm coming up on like the exact six month like anniversary of me starting this platform and i'm just proud of myself for the consistency but i've also gone above and beyond especially with the last three episodes in that coaching series i've just been like really trying to pour into this and making this like a resource and a platform and it's only going to get better because my like vision for this um this outlet is not just for me to be delivering information but i want to start bringing in guests and people who have done things that are you know, unorthodox, but also successful in that space and to come in and tell their story so that you can get an idea of what it looks like, kind of like I'm doing today as a fitness professional, but just across the board and just give stories and 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 the triumphs and, and kind of lay out the blueprint for, for people who may not want to do that particular thing, but want to do something that they feel like hasn't been done. And, and um, I just want this to be that place. So thank you for rocking with me. Um, like I said, this is about what it means to be a fitness professional. So as a fitness professional, I have a brand, I have a business, VXG Performance and Nutrition, where we specialize in fat loss and body recomposition through functional strength training and customized nutrition plans. So if you are a person looking to increase your results, if you're looking to um, try something different, if what you're doing is not working and you need to uh, fine tune your program, let's talk. Let's have a conversation and um, let's see what we can put together. If nothing else, you're going to walk away with a plan that you can put into action right then. Just go to VXGPerformance.com and look at the information. If it pulls you in, um, hit the button. It'll prompt you to fill out a form. Then you'll schedule a time for a one-on-one chat. And you know what I'm saying? It's very casual. I look, if, if we vibe and it's like, yo, how can I get you in my life? Then we'll continue to do that. I, my whole thing, if you ever fuck with me, you know, my whole thing is that I just, I want people to win. My mission statement that's literally, not literally, of course, but like it's tattooed on my forehead. The mission statement is to help as many people as possible get in the best physical and mental shape of their life for life. That is what I'm here for. So, if if I, I look, if you gonna pay me for the information, that's great. But I'm here to pour into you. Take it. If you want my hands on 
Like you really want me to, to lock arms with you. We create your plan. We're going to do your, your training program. We're going to make it in a way that's going to make you stronger and develop that lean muscle. And we're also going to develop your nutrition plan. Nothing that's too strict. Nothing that's just out of this world but something that you can stick to and that's going to get you the results that you want. And it's just going to be that middle point there. So pardon my rant, but I really just want to make it clear that I am here to help. And if you um, have a fitness goal that you're struggling to get to and the method that you're using doesn't seem to be working, let's fine tune it. That's what I'm here for. So uh, I, I, I'm going to put a pin in that and just kind of segue into what this conversation is about. So you know I'm a fitness professional. If you don't know that, rewind the last minute and listen to my spiel, okay? That's what I do. That's who I am. I am a fitness professional. I've been doing this for over 10 years now, okay? Uh, go, I got maybe the first or second episode. I can't remember which one, but I give you like my story of how I got into fitness and and the the route that I took and like how I embrace this, I'm not going to repeat that. You can go back and listen to that episode. I'm not going to bore you with like that story. But what I do want to um, kind of give you this idea of when I went, so my mom did fit, was a fitness instructor like back in the 90s. Okay. So that was kind of my interpretation of fitness juxtaposed with American gladiators and, and professional wrestling. So I, you know, it's all about muscles. It's all about like that. But as an adult, when I looked at being a fitness professional, I looked at it as a career that would allow me to, first of all, maneuver the way that I want to, but also I just envisioned myself driving like a luxury vehicle and having high profile clients. And that's just what I pictured for myself. Okay. Um, so that's like when my wife and I had the conversation and it was like decided this is what I'm going to do with my life. That's how I pictured it all playing out. Now, the irony is at this point, that's what it is. But like I said, it's 10 years later. I had to go through the turmoil. I want you to understand that a lot of the shit that you see on social media or even on like television shows, this is a, a, a needle in a haystack. Like that's that's not what it's like for every fitness professional. And the likelihood of that happening for you is there, but it's not just automatic. Okay. So let's talk about like the foundational things. So you, I don't, I, let me, let me slow down. Cause I get like really fired up about this shit, but I do not recommend any of you motherfuckers that want to get in the fitness industry, jump in and start training people without getting some sort of certification. Now, looking back, I wish I would have completed a bachelor's or master's degree. Um, just, just because I'll be honest, like the information that's gathered from a a master's level, I already have that. I have that in information and I have that in experience. Okay, but that's not why I would still go that route. Okay. Number one, it's the network that you build. Number two, the prestige that comes with having that um that degree in kinesiology or uh sports nutrition or whatever uh whatever designation you decide to go for in your degree. Okay. It doesn't mean that the information is better or different. It's just the route that you take. And and, and I'm looking just like the academic route just was really, um, it really just carries more to me. Okay. This is hindsight because right now, like I've studied, it's, it's so funny. Like a lot of people who have these degrees, I've 
just learned from them. I have books. I got a shit ton of books. I'm pointing at them right now from different organizations, from different people at even the doctorate level who are just relaying information, not just that they learn at, from their university, but also from their experience, their hands on experience and having the, the critical thinking skills that they developed in that four or eight year university. You feel me? So that, that's, you know, what I'm saying one thing that I wish I would have done. So if you're at that point right now, where you want to pursue this as a career and you're in college, ride that shit out, ride it out to at least a bachelor's degree in, in, you know, say in sports medicine or, or something in the field. And then just, just, just having that is going to create separation from your pretty boys on Instagram or, or your booty babes on TikTok. You feel me? It's just going to create separation, build credibility because at the end of the day, like that's what a client is looking for. They're not looking for somebody who's cute, like somebody might be, but at the, you know, it's not going to last. What they want to know is do you know what the fuck you're talking about and can you create the result that they want, okay? So that's the first thing. Now there's there like I I can't even list all of the organizations that can certify you as a personal trainer, but I'll tell you like in my research, NASM, NASM, the National Academy of uh, Sports Medicine, they are the top of the line. NASM is like the, the most widely recognized and accepted. And I'm not saying this because I'm getting a kickback from them. Like I'm not, I'm not endorsing them for any reason other than that is the route that I chose to go for my personal training certification. There's a lot of information that you learn in a certification that is necessary in, in coaching and training. Um, it's not just about working out and this is where like people get stuck. If you enjoy working out, that's great. That is awesome. But that does not give you the right to start helping other people work out and promising a result. You can give advice, right? But like until you understand human movement, until you understand the science behind muscular development, metabolism, um, force couple and, and outputs like these these type of things muscle synergy antagonist muscles protagonist muscles you know what i'm saying like stabilizers how the core works what plane are they moving like these are the things that you learn in a certification course now i will say and this is a real bummer in these certifications is that it's really just like here's the book go take the test there's no hands-on shit and and i like the the course that i have um, like the, the certification I took when I, let me see the first time I took it. Yeah. I, I aced it the first time, but here's the, the trippy part. It took me two years to study. And, and a lot of that was because the information and, and I t- talk about this in another episode, but like, I just, I don't fuck with science like that. Well, I didn't back then for some reason, I love this shit now, but like back then it just didn't compute with me because math is simple. Like if you can't figure out the answer, here's a formula. Boom. There's the answer with science. There's certain processes and things that just don't make sense all the time and like fuck man like you know it used to get to me and now i love it like i'm i'm a science geek at least in the realm of fitness and human movement so i digress 
Point being is that you need a certification. NASM is one of them. ACE is another one. ISSA, um, NCSF. Like I could throw all type of letters at you right now. There's just so many. Pick one. Don't go with the cheapest one, man. Like you get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? But like just to have like CPT behind your name, you could you can get any of these courses. Now, the cool thing is you can cross pollinate. So like for me, I got through NASM. I have a um, so I'm a certified personal trainer. And I'm a corrective exercise specialist. And then I decided, okay, I want to expand a little bit. So I went to NCSF to get uh, my strength and conditioning coach certification, which is not at the same level as the, the, the collegiate version of that, but the information is the same. Just the CSCS, um, which is what you would get with a bachelor's degree, you, um, you get more practical. There's more hands-on shit versus this is just information, but still it's, it's the same shit. You know what I mean? And then I got, um, I'm a certified sports and nutrition specialist through NCSF. And then I went the route of precision nutrition um, in order to become a nutrition coach. And the cool thing about it is once you start to get all of this like different um, information and all these different philosophies, you can kind of, you can start to create your own. Okay. So that's the first place you need to start. All right. Is understanding human movement, understanding the science behind fitness. Okay. Now here's the thing that jams a lot of people up is when you get the certification, it teaches you the technical aspect. It doesn't necessarily teach you how to train somebody and it doesn't teach you how to market and it doesn't teach you how to build your business. So you got to go beyond just this information and you've got to learn how to build a business. So there's a lot of ways that you can do this. You can be an independent trainer, which was the route that I wanted to go at the beginning. I wanted to be an independent trainer because one of the things that I valued about the fitness industry and being a trainer is that I could create my own schedule. Okay. Now here's the thing about creating your own schedule. You can, but you've got to understand that, um, most people have a regular schedule. So to fill your book, your schedule is going to look a little unorthodox. Yeah, you can sleep in in the mornings, but you might be there in the evenings and you might be hitting the lunch rush and then have gigantic gaps because most people are at work. You'll figure out ways to fill your book as you go. But just know like at the beginning, you're kind of at the whim of people's availability and you'll always be that as an in-person trainer. It's just like you're at the whim of their availability. Now, as you build prestige as a trainer, you can kind of flip it. And now they're at the whim of your availability when you become popular and the go-to, but that takes time. You've got to establish yourself, establish your brand, establish your reputation, you know what I'm saying, in order for that to be. And if you step out of the gate trying to be that, you're going you're gonna to be so upset. So you've got to put in the work and you've got to grind. But you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. So once you've learned the information, once you've become certified, I recommend this is the route that I took. Go get a job. Go work at a at a gym because two things are going to happen when you work at a gym. And I would say go to a commercial gym. Go find you like a, an LA Fitness or a Fit or a, a, a Crunch or what's the other one? Planet Fitness, like one of these places. Um, and if you can get in, you can do something like an Equinox or a Lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, these places, I'm going to keep it 100. They, they hire based on your looks. They really do. They hire on, do you, will you, can, do they believe that you can properly serve their clientele? 
And trust me, I've like I talked about in other episodes, I've worked at high end gyms. I've worked at bullshit gyms. And, you know, I've had to adjust myself to the environment. Now, looking back, I wouldn't do that shit. And being who the fuck I am right now, I would nah, nah, nah. Y'all wouldn't see that. But back then, being green in the business, I was just trying to get my feet wet. So it was like, you know, saying whatever I had to do. So go get a job at a gym. Go get a job at a gym because one of the or both of these things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to learn the business. You're going to learn how to sell. You're going to learn how to engage people, um, which is a a big deal. Right. It's the it's the missing element that none of these certifications actually teach you is the human element of being a fitness professional, how to talk to people. You'll develop your style over time and you'll know, like for me, I'm no BS. Like I understand that there are certain people who need to be coddled and they need to be spoken to a certain way. And that, you know, fitness is for a lot of people, a a touchy subject. I just don't give a fuck about that, because if no matter how I talk to you, you know what you need to do and you know what goals that you have. If the person who's being nice to you and checking in, if that's not working, if it's not air quote, I'm doing the air quotes, motivating you, then you need somebody like me to come put my foot in your ass. No, I'm not going to yell at you. No, I'm not a drill sergeant. I'm going to talk to you like you, like you, like anybody else I'm going to talk to. Like, you know, that's, that's the the reason why you are the way you are is because X, Y, Z. I'm just going to tell it to you straight, but I had to develop that over time. I had a, a client once upon a time quit me because she said I was too nice and I let her get away with stupid shit. And, and, and that's burned in my head. And you as an aspiring um, fitness professional, you're going to have incidents like that. You're going to fuck up. And and it's going to just it's going to mold you as a as a more refined coach moving forward. So um, but the second thing that's going to happen is you're going to realize that you don't want to ever, 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 ever work at a commercial gym again. You have to get that out of your system. Um, it's a it's a consistent income, but it's there's no light at the end of that tunnel, man. And a lot of these gyms, all especially no, all of the ones that I just mentioned, they have a revolving door. They got trainers that come in. They spend X amount of time there and then they go. Nobody's a lifer in that. <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody's a lifer in that. Um, but outside of that, okay. Oh, and there's a third, like a bonus for working at an established gym is that you start to build your own clientele. And it's been said, and I totally believe this, that people are connected to the trainer, not the gym. Meaning that you start to build a rapport and create results for clients. And if you decide to leave, a good chunk of those people are going to come with you because they've developed a loyalty to you, not the gym. Okay, And I'm not saying screw these gyms and they'll all try to make you sign a non-compete to say that you can't do that. But you're not saying, you know, come with me. You're saying I'm leaving and I'm going to be over there. And they will make the choice and decision on their own, whether they want to stay where they're at or come follow you who's helped them get the results and and rekindle their love for the gym X, Y, Z. Okay. So once you have worked at a commercial gym and let me just say, like, I I know I painted it as this grim picture, but there are people who 
stay with these gyms and they go beyond being a personal personal trainer. They take a management position. They take some sort of admin position. They might move into corporate, um, you know, whether it's with those, the Orange Theory, like any of these places. So I'm not poo-pooing the whole thing. If that's a route that motivates you and moves you and you can create a living for yourself, because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do here. We are trying to create a living for ourselves by doing this, because the last thing you want is to have to get an actual nine to five job and do this on the side. You're going to hate this. But when this becomes your main bread and butter and you can craft your life around that, it's beautiful. So decide the route that you want to go. What type of business do you want to have now that you have the experience, now that you have um, perhaps a little bit of clientele? Do you want to be an independent trainer? Do you want to be a, do you even want to be a face-to-face trainer? Do you want to be an online coach, which is a completely different um, space to be? And one thing I really hate is that these coaches who coach coaches, the motherfuckers that show you how to be online coaches, they'll tell you, you don't even need a certification. You just need to do that. No, get a certification, learn some shit, get the actual information, like for real, for real. Okay. But now decide what type of business that you have. Like for me, I at the moment have a hybrid business. I have in-person clients, but because I have online clients that um, are, that are bringing in income as well, I don't have to keep a full book. And at this stage in my career, I don't want to be at the gym for seven or eight hours. But rewind to when I started, I would get there first tick in the morning and, went and would be the last one to leave. And there'd be times where I'd just be sitting around. When you're working at a commercial gym, you got to learn what's called the floor pool, which is being able to engage somebody in a conversation and from that conversation, turn it into a session right there on the spot. I've been like, it's a work of art. You know what I mean? Your intention is to turn that person into a client. However, what it, what you're really doing is sparking up a conversation and, and showing them your expertise. There's a good chance that a person could learn from you and improve their form or get more out of their, their movement. And then that initial interaction can become sometimes a lifelong client. Like you never know. So, uh, but that's the art. So thinking about the business that you want, if you want to be an independent trainer, and especially if you've developed a clientele or you have established a good cadence with your marketing, find a gym in your area or in an area, I would say an area, be okay with making a commute if that's something you can do and find a gym that allows you to rent the space. Okay. Get good with the owner. All right. And, and, and pay. You're going to have to pay. You're going to pay rent. Some gyms will make, it will make you pay a monthly rent. Some will make you pay by the client. So structure your business accordingly. Okay. If you're paying a monthly rent, then you need to charge a per session or package amount that is going to be able to allow you to hit that number and beyond and be in profit because that's really the only overhead at that point besides any marketing that you do um, is just going to be the rent that you pay at the gym. You're not paying for equipment now. You're not paying for a membership. So these are the things. So you got to think about pricing. Okay, I'm going to just I'm going to give you a little bit on the inside when it comes to one on one training pricing. There's a huge range. You could start from thirty dollars a session all the way to one hundred and fifty dollars a session or more, depending on the level of the person, the the type of brand that they that they've created. Okay, for you, you got to do a little math. How how many sessions do you want to do per week? Like you could say 40 sessions per week. But try that shit out because 40 sessions per week is like 80 hours worth of work. 
And a lot of times, depending on how often you're seeing people, that's probably like 15 to 20 people. Can you handle that many people? What happens when somebody goes on vacation? What happens when you need a break? Okay, like all like you got to keep all of that in mind. So if you don't want to train that many people, your price has to be a little bit higher. Okay, and now you're you have to I'm not going to say you need to justify having a high price, but you need to bring the value. You need to be um, you need to be able to provide the result that that you say you can provide. What do they say? Um, over prom, um, under promise, over deliver. I was about to say it backwards, man. Under promise and over deliver. So that the person who is coming to you is like, yo, this shit is mind blowing. I was not expecting him, you know what I'm saying, to, to give me these nutrition parameters. I was not expecting him to text me every single day. I was not expecting him to be a part of my life like this. I just thought I was going to be an hour to train with them and then I'm going to bounce. By the way, you can determine the length of sessions that you want to do. I always put my sessions at an hour, but actual work is about 45 minutes. You got time to warm up and cool down in that. Some of these gyms, they do 30 minute sessions, which I tried that shit with some of these gyms. And it's just, I don't know, just it feels like you're trying to milk a person and, and fit as many sessions in a day as you can, which whatever, man. Um, but but find a number that you're comfortable with. And I would say even a number you're uncomfortable with that when you say it, you just kind of <laughs> at first because it's a lot. You wouldn't pay that, but you make yourself worth it. You know what I mean? And then you put your packages together. So a typical package, in my opinion, should be a four session, eight session or 12 session package. And what is that? Once a week, twice a week, three times a week. They're always going to renew. You don't want people paying by the session. You want them to pay you up front as an independent trainer because when you work for a gym they pay the gym up front and then they pay you by the session so that's why your ass broke okay and that's why like i said thing number two about working at a commercial gym is you realize you don't want to do that shit because not only are they paying you by the session after having already been paid but they're taking a usually a 60 40 split in their favor so if the gym is charging a person you know what i'm saying fifty dollars a session right like what are they paying you you're probably getting twenty dollars a session and you know what I'm saying $20 an hour is nothing to sneeze at, you know, especially if you're going for making nothing an hour. But at this point for me, for my in-person clients, I charge 150% per session and that's all in my pocket. But I went from doing that. I was getting paid $14 a session at one point. So it's 10 X to shit. You know what I mean? But point being is like you create these packages and then let's say you are charging hundred dollars per session. So a four session package is $400. Well, you tell them, look, if you buy eight, you get a little bit of a, a price break. So instead of $100 per session at, you know what I'm saying, uh, for four sessions, for eight, you get it for 90 a session. So now you're going to be paying $720 instead of um, 800 bucks. So you save 80 bucks, you know what I'm saying, in that mix. Um, and, and so on and so forth. So that's how you lay it out. If you have a system in place, it's really good that you could just charge it on a monthly basis. You don't have to chase people down for, for the money. And the biggest thing is you've got to have a system for producing results. You've got to have a system for producing consistent results. And that's all people are coming to you for. They don't give a fuck about your brand. They don't care about how pretty you are. They don't care about how your booty looks or how the, the money. No, they want a result. And if your ass is on Instagram flexing and posting all these workout videos, but you have no clue how to produce results, you need to fall back a little bit and you need to work on your process. VXG. 
and that's the last three episodes. I gave you the VXG signature process. Somebody's going to listen to that and take it and just wrap it in their own shit. Good. If you can deliver, great. Because what did I say? I'm going to help as many people as possible get in the best physical and mental shape of their life for life. And if that means you take my sauce and run with it and you help somebody based on what I was able to provide, I still win. There's plenty of money to go around. Trust me. Okay. Uh, But again, I digress. We're talking about you being able to produce results because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters is results. Can you get a result for somebody? Can you get the result that they want? Can you replicate that process? And if you have a process that works with a particular segment of people, then that is how you're going to market that. So if you're able to do your training process, help somebody with their golf swing, you can narrow your niche and say, I'm a golf swing specialist, golf swing improvement specialist. Okay, now you are going to attract that particular clientele. That's their goal. You know it is. You know you can produce that result. So stay in that lane. You could also be broad and say, I do that. You know what I'm saying? I help with bikini competitors. I help women um, who are struggling with PCOS. You know, like all of these different things. There's so many. It's like it's broad. You and, and I don't think like it's necessary to niche down. I think that it's an individual thing. <clears throat> what works for me is not, not going to work for you. You know what I mean? Like I've tried to niche down and what I found is that um, just naturally I attract a particular segment of people. So I'm just going to talk how I talk. And if you're drawn to me, just understand that there's a good chance I can help you get to where you want to be. Because I understand that 99% of people, whatever the fuck they say, their main goal is probably going to be body recomposition. If it's something around losing weight or looking a particular way, it's going to be body recomposition. Um, and a lot of times, and especially through functional strength training, we're able to help with other things like pain alleviation, you know what I mean? Or sports performance enhancement. Like these things come with the turf. That's why functional strength training is a is a pillar in my programming. Like I said, have your way of delivering results. Like I have the VXG protocol. That is a product of years of experience. I've taken this course. I've taken that course. I've been able to produce this result. I've done this for myself. I've done this for hundreds of people. So now it's the process in which I'm able to do it that I deliver and I'm able to produce results for people. So what does a day look like for a personal trainer? Once you have all of this, you got to understand like as a personal trainer, you're going to be kind of all over the place. You're going to be at the gym. You're going to have people who work a nine to five. And the only time they can train with you is going to be before work and maybe even after work. But if they got family, that might not even be a thing. So you're going to have to be prepared in the beginning to be someplace at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., you know what I'm saying? You're lucky if you could just roll out of bed and, and have client. Like right now, my first client of the day is at 8 a.m. I don't take anything before that, but that's only this year and maybe last year. Before that, I was I had 5 a.m. clients before the sun was up. We was out here training. You know what I'm saying? So I, and and the person who was there, they had to do that because they had to work at you know what I'm saying 7 a.m. So this is the only time they can do it. Um, you know, you got people who have lunch break. That's the only time they could train. You got people who have the evening. That's the only time they could train. So you're going to have to do that. And, and then once you fill your morning, once you fill your afternoon, once you fill your evening, then you fill your gaps and you start bringing people in, you know. Um, but for us, that's just the business part. Think about having to actually maintain yourself as a fitness professional. That's another story. Now you've got to continue to treat yourself as you would treat your clients. You've got to look the part. And now I'm not talking about the videos and the the um 
all of the content like that's just marketing that has absolutely nothing to do with producing the results for your client okay so you got to make sure that you that you're staying focused on the right thing i've seen so many i've had trainers come to me and just be like you know what i'm saying i want to produce content that's fine there's a lane you can get in where you just get paid for content and if you have a, a, a funnel that's that's got products and got ways to to deliver value and collect payment like that's great but as a trainer, you got to get your feet wet. You got to get your hands dirty. Like it's just part of the, you know what I'm saying, part of the turf. So you got to be prepared to do that. You got to be prepared to have awkward conversations with people. It's only awkward at first until you get into a group, you know, and then you start realizing that you're a walking billboard. You are a walking billboard for your business, for the results that you can. So what does that mean? You got to present yourself as as a fitness minded person, I'll never understand how a person could walk around looking sloppy, how a person could walk around, you know, saying eating whatever and, and then call themselves a fitness professional. You know what I'm saying? And, and I get it. Like you got people who are over here taking all this shit and juicing and all that. And we don't do that. We we keep with a hundred right here. We are like if you're listening to me, you understand I got no love, no time, no sympathy for any of that bullshit. The the cosmetic surgeries and all that. You do what you do on your own time. Uh, but that immediately in my eyes diminishes your credibility. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you used your money to get a BBL or a tummy tuck or whatever, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just, to me, it diminishes your credibility as a fitness professional trying to tell other people how to get in shape when you yourself may or may not have taken that route and have gone under the knife in order to look a particular way. Now, I will say going under the knife and looking a particular way might draw more attention and you're able to give them your spiel, but it's the bait and switch and I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So just be very deliberate with with how you show up every single day, which is why you have these odd hours and then you got to go work out then you got to go rest. There was a time at the beginning of my career where I was doing, you know, saying 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. every single day, but I had nothing else going on. You know, I, it was just me and my wife and, you know, she was working and doing her thing. I was working and doing my thing. We was making money on the weekend, which there was no weekend because I work half a Saturday. Have Saturday evening, we go do something. Sunday, you're getting ready for the next week. So it's like this perpetual cycle and it can't last. So what's the next step? Think about the next thing that you want to do. Do you want to produce digital products? Do you want to own a gym? Do you want to become an online coach? Like these are um, other things that you can do. You know what I mean? To further... Um, and I'll just say create other streams of revenue. Do you want a supplement company? Do you want to deliver speeches? Do you want to have a corporate coaching and wellness sector of your business? Like this is just ways that you can expand, but you got to s- bring it all the way back home and start by developing yourself as a fitness professional. Increase your knowledge base. Be hungry to learn more. Understand that even if you learn everything, you know nothing because this information is continuing to grow. There's so so much to learn in the fitness industry and you've got to be a sponge. You've got to learn not just about the technical aspects, not just about the science, but about the marketing, about the industry and decide where you want to be. Do you want to be one of these YouTube goofs that's sitting up here making videos about other YouTube goofs and just fighting back and forth and all that? It makes money because they're getting clicks and views. But who are you helping? What lives are you changing? What impact are you making? I don't fucking know. That's not the lane that I play in. The lane that I play in right here is I'm giving you the real raw truth of what it means to be in the best physical and mental shape of your life. And you got to understand that there's, it's not 
all fun and games. Like you're going to have to get serious about it because if you don't do it now, you're going to hear that shit from the doctor and then you're going to be forced to get serious. So that's that's how I operate. That's just the foundation. I'm not going to give you the niche. I'm not going to give you the elevator speech. I'm not going to give you the I help statement. I'm just going to talk to you. I'm going to look you dead in your eyes, tell you exactly what you need to do. And if you're ready to rock with me, I'm going to get on your ass until you get it done. That's just how that is. So, you know, I'm saying how do you want to roll? How do you want to be seen? What's the brand ethos? What is the message that you want to convey? What is the mission? What's the change that you want to see in the world as a fitness professional? If you can't fill in that blank, go find something else to do. Deadass. Seriously. So um, thank you all so much for tapping in. I, in another episode, if this is something you all interested really interested in i'll give you kind of the structure of the inside of the business the the actual like skeleton of it and, and even if you know you want to do the online coaching route like it's not the same and and people paint the online coaching route as like oh your freedom and you can do like you can but it's not any less work it's just different work you know what I'm saying? You're still responsible for results. It's just the method of delivery is different. Okay. And, and I'm not a, I'm not a coach who coach coaches. So I will give you the blueprint if you want it. So thank y'all for tapping in. If that's something y'all want, make sure that you hit me up, DM me. If you got value from this, share this with a coach or a trainer or somebody. I just want y'all to really like soak this in. And, and if being a fitness professional is something that you want to do, just understand it's not all sunshine and rainbows and recording workouts and flexing in the mirror. And that like, there's a, it's a grind to it and you got to want this and you got to want it. You got to want it more than you want to chill at the house you gotta want it more than you want to socialize you know what i'm saying like there's people who are putting their trust in you to create results and you gotta take that shit seriously y'all so thank y'all so much for tapping in and as usual keep your eyes on the vision and your mind on the grind let's go